Hello there, friends. It is day 19 of our Advent Devotion series, and I hope that you are finding just as much joy in this uh, study as I have had writing it. I say it so much, but it is so true. I'm so thankful that I'm taking the time to write these for you. Um, I have really loved it, and I hope that you are getting as much out of it as well. Today we're going to look at Second uh, Peter, uh, the verses from Second Peter, and uh, the verses from Isaiah. We've already looked at Isaiah nine one, so I'm going to start with verse two today. But um, as always, I want you to read all of the scriptures that are in the lectionary today. You can see them on your screen or in the show notes uh, if you are listening on the podcast. Um, or on YouTube as well. So um, thank you for joining us and um, prepare our hearts for our Advent devotion. Second Peter chapter 1, verses 12 through 21. Therefore, I intend to keep on reminding you of these things, though you know them already and are established in the truth that has come to you. I think it right as long as I am in this body, to refresh your memory. Since I know that my death will come soon, as indeed our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may, may be able at any time to recall these things. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we had been eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice was conveyed to him by the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. So we have the prophetic message more fully confirmed. You will do well to be attentive to this as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. First of all, you must understand this, that no prophecy of scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation because no prophecy ever came by human will. But men and women, moved by the Holy Spirit, spoke from God. And now the passage of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. Hear these familiar words. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied exultation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with holy joy, as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressors, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling warriors and all the garments rolled into in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named 
wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Great will be his authority, and there shall be endless peace from the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from the time, from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. I love a beautiful Christmas tree. My favorite time to look at it, though, is at night. There's something about the way it, a Christmas tree glows in the darkness. Even if all the other lights are darkened in the room, it is bright enough to see your way through the house. It is a sign of hope that we hear in both of the scriptures today, a light and a lamp shining in the darkness. Isaiah points us directly to the Messiah and the light and love he would bring in the future. Peter tells of the person of Jesus and validates his holiness and the lamp that shines in the darkness. It was available to the new Christians at the time of Peter and is still available to us now. Jesus brought light and love into the world from the time he was foretold to the joy that Elizabeth felt when Mary told her of the baby she would have to the life that he led to the everlasting love and light he is and always will be. It brings joy and hope to the world and is represented in the lights we burn this Advent and Christmas season. Our hymn today is from the United Methodist hymnal, verse two, uh, hymn number 242, Love Came Down at Christmas. Hear the words of this beautiful hymn. Love came down at Christmas, love all lovely, love divine. Love was born at Christmas, star and angels gave the sign. Worship we the Godhead, love incarnate, love divine. Worship we are Jesus, but wherewith for sacred sign. Love shall be our token, love be yours and love be mine. Love to God and all men, love for plea and gift and sign. Our centering moment today is this. What part of your Christmas decorations do you associate most with the light of the world, Jesus? Is it the wreath you hang that is an example of his never-ending love? Or the tree with its glowing light for the world to see? How can each part of the decorations we use show the love of Jesus? Amen.